On this episode of the Misguided Idiot Podcast, it's St. Patty's Day, Persian New Year, and I discuss clogging the toilet at someone's house I barely know. Welcome. It's nice to have you here. I'm so glad you could come. This is going to be such an exciting day. I hope you enjoy it. I think you will. The Misguided Oh, what's going on? It's the Misguided Idiot Podcast, episode 114, or you can say it as 14, March 22nd, 2018. You know what that is? You know what that is? It's my brother's birthday. Happy birthday, bro! Don't worry, I sent you a little something something. It's coming in the mail in a box. But seeing how you live in Texas, you might not want to open it because it could go kaboom boom. Okay? A little too soon? Probably. A little insensitive? Absolutely. I'm sorry for that joke. I uh, Don't send me hate mail saying you're an asshole. It's just came out of my mouth, alright? I wasn't even thinking and I, I don't feel like, don't feel like deleting it, alright? Happy birthday, bro. Anyway, let's get on with the podcast. What to talk about? What to talk about? Hey, you guys ever um, clogged the toilet at someone's house you barely know? Yeah, that is some embarrassing shit. No pun intended. Happened to me last week. Real fun. Yeah, you, you, everyone, everyone's done it. Everyone's been there, all right? Everyone is, has clogged someone else's toilet. Unless you're one of those weirdos who doesn't like to poop at someone else's house. That is just strange, all right? I have to poop at other people's houses. Why? Because that's one way I judge people. I judge people on the way, on the, uh, their toilet paper choices. You buy one ply, dude, we're probably not gonna hang out. You're a sociopath. If your butthole is rough enough that you can take 100 grit sandpaper to it, we probably got different hobbies, all right? Oh, and if you're one of those special three ply and above kind of people, the kind of people that buy toilet paper makes you feel like you're wiping your ass with a cloud, you're spending too much money, bud. You're the type of person that probably can't enjoy an above ground swimming pool. You know? You've probably ordered a sparkling water at a restaurant without alcohol. You know? Shit. You probably know what that fancy word for boiled snails is. Gross. Who the fuck eats snails? All right? I've never once seen a snail sliding down the sidewalk and be like, mmm, fuck pizza. No, never happened. Now, if you a two-ply guy, a middle, middle America toilet paper buying individual patriot, you're on my level. That's where I'm at, right there. Simple, yet gets the job done, yet, you know, it says, hey, I shop at Target. I act like I don't shop at Walmart. I won't step foot into a Kmart. Kmart, that's one-ply shit, dude. We don't set our foots down in the air. Kmarts are so weird. Like, you never know if they're open, if they're going out of business. You go to the parking lot, there's like three cars. They got those creepy, still got those creepy, like, pay-by-the-quarter horses in front of them that are half-broken, so they only go forward, and it just just jerks back and forth like a a crappy ride at a carnival. Just, ugh! You're like, hey, sit here, kid. While mommy goes inside this store that looks like it was hit by hit by an earthquake in 1983. Nothing has changed in there. The mannequins are usually missing an arm. There's all there is is like giant Garfield t-shirts and random crap that's pushed around. There's like a bike in the in the uh, underwear aisle. You're like, what the hell? Does anyone work here? Pick this place up. They have um, uh, uh, popcorn for sale who the hell is getting a bag of popcorn and walking around a kmart 
You know, there's no one in there working. Pop their heads up like gazelles every time you're in there. You look down the aisle and you're like, hey, does this, is it? Is that a person that works here? They like peek their head around the corner and they like scurry off. There's only one dude in there buying anything else. And for some reason, it's like the world's crappiest jewelry. There's always someone up in the jewelry aisle buying from Kmart. Dude, don't do it. She's gonna say no, all right? She's not gonna say yes to Kmart jewelry. Don't trust the lady behind the counter who has her ex-husband's lips tattooed on her neck. She's not giving you good advice, dude. She's not. This lady obviously doesn't make the best decisions. Don't take her advice. No. Oh, you're gonna go with the white gold? Oh, in the shape of a butterfly? No. This lady's not even getting commission. She just honestly thinks that that diamond encrusted butterfly is the ring that your lady would wanna wear for the rest of her life. Don't do Kmart till death do you part. You won't even get to that part, man. It's gonna be Kmart until you open that box. And then it's back to Kmart for you. Uh, but back to the clogging toilet story. I felt super awkward. I started doing that little that little wiggle you do where you're like, shit, shit, shit. You're like walking back and forth in the bathroom like, oh my God, what do I do? Do I reach in there, grab the turd and throw it out the window? No, you don't grab the turd and throw it out the window. What if someone sees you throwing a turd out the window? Then you're not known just as the guy that clogged the toilet, which is a pretty normal thing to do. Now you're known as a dude who throws turds out the window. They didn't know you clogged the toilet. Now they just think you're some sort of turd thrower. You don't want to be that guy. For the rest of your life, they're like, don't let him come to your house, dude. He throws turds out your window. Ugh. Yeah. That was embarrassing. That was a that was a fun event that happened last week. It's been a crazy week, though. We had St. Patty's Day. I had Persian New Year. Because my girlfriend's Persian, I've celebrated. Don't, I wasn't just like some random white dude that grew up in Portland, Oregon. That's not Persian, just celebrating Persian New Year. Because I like to, I like to have fun, you know. No, I was celebrating with my with my girlfriend. If you've never had the opportunity to be able to, to be able to party with some Persians, uh, I highly recommend it. They know how to have a good time. They love to dance. Like they'll dance for anything. It's and I'm not talking like creepy white dude at the wedding kind of dancing. You know what? Like if you grew up in a small town like I did, white people at weddings dance to the same songs at every wedding. There's and there's always one old uncle or cousin that tries to do the worm, but it doesn't even look like the worm. We call it the slug because when you jump up and try to do the wiggle, it's just like a smack, smack, smack right on the ground. No Persians, they'll they'll dance anywhere. I'll put them up with any other ethnicity on the dancing. They'll dance at the top. I was went on a hike one time, just just a random hike with like six Persians. Nothing nothing special about it. Just a nice little uh, Saturday hike. All of a sudden, we get to the top of this hike. This dude busts out a Bluetooth speaker, and next thing you know, they're all dancing around. Why? I don't know. We weren't celebrating anything. They just like to have a good time. You go to a party, there'll always be beautiful women there just dancing it up. And they don't care how good you are or bad you are. There's some bad dancers in those groups. You go to like a, like a Persian party hosted by, by someplace and there's like, let's say, 100. Oh, out of 100, there could be 10 dudes that don't have any rhythm whatsoever. Does anyone care? Does anyone get made fun of? No. This ain't like going to the club and you see, and you see someone doing the typical white dude dance where you just kind of shimmy back and forth a little bit, throw your hands from the right to the left and like, Try to wiggle your hips, but you don't know how. No, you did that in a purse party. They'd be like, "Oh my god, this this guy knows how to dance. He's great. Doesn't have any clue how to actually move, 
They'll let you in, buddy. Accepted. Get on the dance floor, hit it up. As long as you're not the person sitting in a chair. And if you're a person sitting in a chair that doesn't want to dance at a Persian party, they're not just letting you get by. They're coming over and grabbing you, pulling you on stage, like four of them. Yeah, you're going to be dancing. It's always a good time. I don't know why. It's so fun. So get a Persian. If you have to, you can probably go steal one from Irvine, California. I'm kidding. Don't do that. That's that's probably considered a hate crime. They're like, uh, white American male steals or kidnaps beautiful Irani girl from Irvine, California. That's an Amber Alert. Disclaimer. Those affiliated with the Misguided Idiot podcast do not advise stealing or kidnapping of any Persian slash Irani people in the United States of America. Even though this could lead to a good time filled with beautiful women, good fun, fun dancing, great food, and a bunch of talkative people trying to figure out if you're an engineer, a doctor, or a lawyer. But most likely it'll just end up with you being in a prison getting ass raped by a large inmate. So, unless you like cream corn, bologna sandwiches, sleeping on the top bunk, and never being able to touch the thermostat, we strongly advise against it. Even though that sounds like a six-year-old's dream, as a 30-year-old, not so much fun. So yeah, Persian New Year's always fun, but uh, last week was also one of my favorite days, my heritage. St. Patty's Day, otherwise known as just another day in America where you can get absolutely wasted and people do not seem to give a shit. Lucky for me, um, I went out just to watch some basketball that day with a friend of mine who's a big Kansas basketball fan, so we checked that game out. And then at the end of it, they won. We wanted to celebrate a little bit, go get another drink. So we go up to a bar up the street from there, from where we were at. And uh, somehow we get into an argument with some people. We get kicked out. But I leave my phone in the bar, right? They won't let me back in to get my phone. So now I'm standing in the rain, looking like an asshole, just soaking wet like I'm some bum. So I go looking for a payphone. Little do I know, there's no such thing as a payphone anymore nowadays. I've never had this conundrum because I've never not had my phone on me. But I go, you know what? I'll just ask someone if I can borrow their cell phone. Hey, ma'am, do you mind if I borrow your cell phone? And then she just runs away from me, probably because I look like a straight lunatic. No one's gonna let you borrow a cell phone. Anyways, even if I could borrow the cell phone, I wouldn't be able to call anyone because I don't have my cell phone and I'm too dumb to remember phone numbers anymore. No one remembers phone numbers. The only phone numbers I remember is my uh, my childhood phone number, which doesn't even exist anymore. Like four friends' childhood phone numbers, which don't exist anymore. 911, which I'm not going to call because I don't feel like going to jail. And that's about it. So there I am, sitting around going, what, what can I do? Think. Think, conniver. Think, Columbo. What are you going to do? I go, ah, oh, this is logical. I'll just jump in the front seat of a lift car. Someone who's maybe doing Uber or Lyft, genius. I'll tell him to give me a ride home. I jump in this guy's car, freak him the hell out. Luckily, he didn't have a knife and didn't stab me. He's like, what are you doing? I'm like, give me a ride. He's like, are you robbing me? I'm like, no, I just want to pay for a ride. He's like, don't you have the app? That's how this thing works. I go, I don't have a cell phone, jackass, so I can't get on there to do it. Can you please just give me a ride to Portland? Somehow, after about 10 minutes of haggling, We set on a price. I tell him I'll go to the ATM. We'll get there. He finally gets me a ride. He gets me all the way home, which is like 14 miles away, which in reality, I just stole that ride, dude. That's a cheap, cheap lift ride. Ugh, I only paid 17 bucks. Killer, get out. Who stole from who in that situation? But then I get to my house. I'm thinking, oh, my girlfriend's gonna be so pissed. I walk in, she's gone. 
My girlfriend is not there. She's out looking for me. She's just going across the city, just searching. Why? Because in today's time, if you can't get a hold of someone on their cell phone for four hours, they must be dead in a ditch. Why do we choose a ditch? No one has ever died in the ditch. You never see someone on the news like, hey, man dead in ditch. No, it's always like, man dead on curb. Man died on roof while being stuck in a flood. Man shot in a bar. No one's ever, or maybe blown up from a box in Austin, Texas. No one is dead in a ditch, but that's what we always think. I thought you were dead in a ditch. Or at least that's what my mom always thought when I was growing up. She always thought I was dead in a ditch if if she couldn't find me. Now, without cell phones, uh, if you can't get a hold of someone on a text message after 14 minutes, you either think that they're murdering people or they're dead in a ditch. That's it. Why we come to that conclusion, I don't know. But next thing you know, I'm stuck in the doghouse. I have to do the whole weekend of sleeping on the couch, that sort of thing. But... Happy St. Paddy's Day, everyone. Wasn't it fun? Yay. Green beer and 10K, 5K runs. Who the hell wants to run a 5K on St. Paddy's Day and then eat clam chowder? In Portland, they give out clam chowder if you run the 5K run. I've never once gone on a jog and been like, you know what sounds really good? Clam chowder, especially at... 8 o'clock in the morning. Yummy. In the rain. No, I'll pass. Guys, sorry to do this to you, but uh, I gotta cut this one short because I gotta go do a bunch of stuff. I just wanted to get this episode out there for you. I'm gonna continue being an idiot. Next week, I'm actually going to California, so I will... I'll let you know about that uh, grand journey. Am I flying? No. My cheap ass is driving from Portland, Oregon all the way to Los Angeles. It's going to be a good time. Um, Hit me up with any stories you guys got or if you want some advice or if you just want to send more hate mail, which I keep getting. Thank you at themisguidedidiot at gmail.com. I will talk to you guys next week. It's been real. Have a good one.